Hello and welcome to Front Office Features. I am Rob Crane and I am here with El Vice Presidente. Is that how the song goes? Congratulations, you're Vice President. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. You're very welcome. So I've been thinking about one question to ask you about this for a week. Actually, I've known about this for a while. But it's been public for like a week. Have you now? (laughs) No, I haven't. Um, It's been like for a week, right? Uh, Yeah, I think so. Yep. It was last last Tuesday. It was a week ago. Yep. Congratulations. Thank you. So... I want to. So one question popped in my brain. I don't know when it popped in my brain, but it was recently within like the last few days. Sure. Shoot. Right now, Chris Valente has a job in title, in stature, in with an organization that when we were in college, we said I would kill to grow up to be to do that that's you now is there a question how does that feel (laughs) um that's a no that that that's a good question so it was it's very it's 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 humbling it's it's surreal i will say this it's very surreal because i i i actually talked about this with with brian specher uh front office fest front office features guest host on occasion. On occasion. Uh, he and I grew up in the same town, grew up together. If you told 12-year-old me that this is where I would end up and this is what I ended up doing, first of all, I'd be like, I'm never working for the Boston Red Sox. <laughs> so, yeah. As a giant Yankees fan. As a, as a giant Yankees fan. Um, and I'd be like, you're, you're first of all, that's the, the wrong team and you're lying. But it, it would – I wouldn't believe it because it wouldn't make any sense in the sense of us like, yes, I am very lucky – very humble, very excited, pumped. Uh, it's a it's a little surreal. I won't I won't lie to say that. Like I, I've never really. Ma- I don't like we've talked about this. I've never thought, and still don't think titles matter of how you act and what you do in your role. I, you start doing that job before you get the title. That's how you get the titles, right? Yeah. Um, but it's it's in on the coolness factor, like being part of Fenway Sports Group and be, having them believe in me and give me this opportunity is awesome. It's it's really great. There's no way around that. Uh but it's it's still like a little surreal because you 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 always are thinking about what's next, what's coming, what could possibly be, am I in the right place, the right time? I have a hard time having that internal conversation with myself right now cuz like I don't know what would be better. No, you're you yeah like you have the you, literally a dream job like you would dream you would dream about this little Chris Valente Chris I'm gonna say little Chrissy Valente Chrissy uh, yeah. well, I had little Jackie Valente little Jackie Tipton I talked to him today oh I'm sure he's doing great um, and like freshman UMass Chris would have been like hold like is that possible right no, and yeah, now it's like this is what you do. Yeah, and I, I mean, you and I, have, we've talked about it. I've been, you've been, the jobs we've held and the stuff we've been able to do in this industry has, for me, like, I would, I worked for the New York Giants. I was in the same locker room with Eli Manning and Michael Strand and Tiki Barber, and, like, that was my job. And then I went to my favorite hockey team for eight years and got to 
run their minor league franchise and move them around the country and do all those cool things. And the vice presidency here made me start to reflect on everything that led up to this point for sure about what, how far you and I have come and what we used to, like, it wasn't even like that. You weren't even that long ago when you were like on the field doing blowing fireworks around, right? Like, I was, I was, I was two Fourth of July's ago. <laughs> I know. So like, I think about being on the ice, picking up chuckapucks and being in the mascot suit. And when we talk to people on this podcast about saying like, you got to do it versus just say it. Like we, we went out and did it and we're still doing it. And don't we're bring, rewarded this is not that. a, this is not a, no, but thing. It is, I like, appreciate this is a you thing. This is, no. you are a vice president of Fenway sports management, FSM, part of FSG which is one of the largest, most influential sports entities in the world, not just the country or not just in baseball, the world. And you are a leader in that organization. Like, the, and the difference between you comparing, you know, uh, when you were in Albany or, um, you know, minor league roles, they give, I know it because I did it, they give titles rather than money, right? Like, you can be 20-something years old and be like, yeah, 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 you're vice president or whatever the hell it is over there. Yeah, I had that. <laughs> oh, great, right? Like, oh, hey, mom, I'm a vice president now of a what, it's all That is a title worth nothing, right? Like, it, just, it doesn't really matter. But this is different. This is different. You're vice president of FSM. No, and honestly, the... The best part of it is, is, and this this is sound this sounds corny, but taking that aside, even before the title, who I work with every like I I really truly enjoy my colleagues, and now to be at a bigger level and and try and do more for them is really it's awesome it's fun like I I thoroughly enjoy helping them and because we have a young team we have a young staff not the sales team we're pretty well seasoned but like the majority of other folks in our organization. Um, it's fun. Right. And like you, you just try and be that person that they aspire to, to work towards and want to take my job one day. That's what I want as someone who can come in and take me. And as I move, keep moving up at some point. So it's to answer your question, it's very surreal uh, to think about when we started this podcast, uh, not that long ago, three years ago to where, again, not, this isn't just about me, like where we've both come in our careers is truly remarkable in this is all through a pandemic. <laughs> Change, you've changed jobs <laughs> twice. like <laughs> Right. We saw the pandemic on TV. I remember it was like we saw it on TV and we're like, we saw it happen. Thing? <laughs> yeah. Rudy Gobert ruined the night. So, uh, no, it's, it's, I don't take it for granted. I am very appreciative of the opportunity, humbled by it. Like, so res results matter in, in more so in just sales, but like how you carry yourself. We talk about it all the time, like you try and, you try and do the role before you have it, so when they go to decide whether or not to give it to you, it's not a hard decision. And I hope it wasn't. Um, the I, I will say the the amount of response that I got from former colleagues or just people in the industry, like my LinkedIn, I, my wild was vibrating. Like it was, <laughs> which was, it wouldn't stop. I had to like figure out how to make that stop with the LinkedIn notifications because it was it's insanity. When I just, it was insanity, um, but it was a great insanity because, like, you – again, this this is a small world. Like, I just got a text tonight from John Byer and Ben Ossipow. They're at the Predators game, and oh, I'm working – Ben was a – Ben's a front office features OG. 
He is, and he's working for the Nashville Predators. John used to work at the New Jersey Devils. He's selling for Evolve. He replaced Siobhan. Well, no, Siobhan worked for John. And it's just like this small, obviously, fraternity that we've been in for all these years. But to, like, have people kind of, like, send notes of congratulations. and I mean, there was 800. I had 17,000 impression and 800 people like that post. That's incredible. So, like, that... That to me is like the most rewarding part is the validation of what we've done over the last 20 years to get to this point. Like it's, it's been a journey, a slog, an uphill battle sometimes, but that's why I always say like my biggest regret is not documenting everything because I just, I try to reflect on like everything we've done and it's so much. And now that you have the, like I have this, like I don't want to take it for granted. Like, Oh, I made it. I'm good. Like let's pump the brakes. There's a long way to go. Like, I'm not no, even halfway done technically, right? So it's, to answer your question in a long-winded way, I there's a lot of people to thank. There's a lot of people that I owe this to. Um, my parents for, like, let, supporting my crazy dream 20 years ago when they looked at me like when I had four heads and said I was going to work and manage in sports management and, like, how are you going to have a job with that? And obviously my, my wife, who makes this all possible because I get to spend long nights out or travel etc because rachel has never once complained about it just does what needs to be just like you have with amy my mentors along the way my my team that i did work with in the minors and like everybody it's just been a it's been a really fun cool journey and it's it's kind of like thinking back to sports management 101 sitting in umass validating why and what i wanted to do and so surreal surrealness is the best way to describe it um appreciative and and really really humbled by it it's it's i don't take it for granted like you said it's fenway sports management it's fenway sports group to to be able to be validated by them and and the organization is great what does a day look like as senior director chris now as vice president chris is there like different meetings that you're in is there different things like I can't what? quite get into that yet. <laughs> Got it. Okay. 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 Can't go. I understand that. Um, but I'll be interested in how that evolves and like things that you miss from when it before and um, things that will, that you'll grow into that you'd be like, man, this is way cooler because now you're at quote unquote, a different level. You see what I'm saying? I'll, I'll say this. I, I don't think, I think just because of who we are and what FSM's main responsibility is, is to just drive significant partnership revenue to the Fenway Sports Group properties of which are owned and operated or third-party representation. That will never change, and that's always literally our crux of everything we do is to make sure that we're thinking how to continue to grow the FSG brand, portfolio, and revenue. Um, I might, but overall, like, that will always be the North Star of my day-to-day. Like, whether or not I'm in different meetings or such, that won't, you and I, our minds are very alike, right? Like we hear something and the first thing we start doing is processing like, who am I going to talk to? How am I going to make this work? Who should be a sponsor? Who's my first call? Whether I'm like a vice president or an account yeah. executive, like that's just how we operate, right? Yeah, so how it works. I sat in a meeting the other day, which I would have been in regardless of the title change about an opportunity that we might, we're just, we're exploring. And all my mind does that whole entire meeting is race about who could possibly be aligned with this event or this opportunity. Like, 
Yeah, it's like which I don't know. If that's a good thing or a bad thing. But no, like, that's, that's the only a, way I well, think. That's what gets you there, right? Like that's the dr- it's called drive. You have this thing called drive. No, not even like I. I think beyond drive. I, I've said this on our few, previous podcast. I truly don't think everyone can do our jobs or work in sports because I think you either understand it and see it the world of our industry differently or you don't. Like, yeah, but I think that's true. I, I agree with that. But, like, that's no different than if you were, like, a pharma scientist. Oh, I agree. Like, I, I, like you no, could teach I, me until I was blue in the face. I couldn't do that job. Like, yeah, right. there's, I just doesn't couldn't work. do that job. Brain doesn't it, My brain does not see, like, engineers, when, they build, when you see a building, you're like, how the hell did someone come up with and write the plans to make that thing stand up thousands of feet in the air? I could not do that. No, it's, I could go to school for it. I could do. You could teach me to. I, I wouldn't be able to see the vision they have. Just like, I think similar to what we do. Like you just, we just see the field differently when it comes to sports and entertainment. Yeah, right. I I I uh, tend to agree with you on that. Um, it takes, it definitely sees the world differently, and uh, the way that you kind of experience that, like you know. It's like going to a sporting event. It's like, well, who's the sponsors over here? Who do they got? To, how do they get? Oh, we talked to that. Do you remember that story about talking to them? Just as like the way that you see it is just different. But anyway, uh, and you got an office? Yeah, yeah. Just staring out, staring out at Fenway Farms and um, Fenway Park. So that's it's it's a temporary until we hopefully move into our new FSG headquarters in a couple of years that we're <laughs> you've been talking about building forever, which um, would be. So so cool to see happen uh just of what i've heard about the place but um in the would, in would the they main... be as good as the boston celtics offices uh well Probably. we wouldn't we no well the inside yes but the view i mean you guys are way up and have this amazing like, we would never be able to replicate that view <laughs> the, yeah the view is crazy unless you think looking at fenway park is a better view because that's what our view would Fen- be fenway's a great view it it is, but your your view of the city skyline and like that that pretty wild three sixty panorama you, yeah pretty good that's like you, you don't work right in sports too. you work in like you work in either tech or finance with that view that's not a sports view no definitely not a sports view best offices in sports has to, one of them. I I so like just knowing where I've I've visited and from a view perspective it's gotta be up there like. The Cubs did the same thing that we're going to do. It's our plan, at least, which is behind the ballpark in the neighbor in the, in the inner city. Like it's not skyscraper, so I would imagine you got to be top, yeah, good. top, top two, top three. Boston city skyline is beautiful to begin with, and then where you're, I, yeah, I, I, I would agree. And then got a gym. Yeah, you guys got the thing. You got it going on. You got it going on. Um, well, to say. That I'm excited for you would be like the most understated thing of all time. I am, uh, it's like, you know, I keep telling everybody, it's like, why, you know, sometimes you're like, why, why don't you guys record every week? I was like, um, Chris is kind of like a big deal, right? Like, uh, he's, he's <laughs> not, not a big deal. He's, 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 I'm he's, not a big deal. He's a big deal. And, no, uh, I'm not, a, I'm not a big deal. And, um, it's, what I am is someone who I'm has two kids like you do. So that's what, that's what I am. That, that we do that does take. I thought, that big deal doesn't transfer home, by the way. It does <laughs> not. Deal, no, no, it does absolutely. not transfer home. Um, but to say that I'm, I'm uh, proud of you would be an understatement. To say that I'm excited for you is an understatement. To say all of that, I'm just like 
this is awesome. Like, I'm just thrilled. I just want to bask in this for you um, because it is, these don't happen a lot, right? Like, these moments in life don't happen a lot. So you just got to sit there and be like, this is freaking sweet. So no, and I, I do sweet. have to thank you um, as well. For me, like, I didn't do anything. No, no. The, the last three years of our French, like having, having someone same age, even though you're a little older. Um, <laughs> that six months will get you every time. <laughs> but like have, we kind of had the same career path. I just got out of the minors a little earlier than you did. But uh, right. overall, like I truly think we've taken the same road here and have a lot of the same mindset. So having you as an ally and as someone I could bounce when things are going sideways or bad days, especially the pandemic, like getting through that hell. <coughs> um, yeah. Thank God. has been very helpful. Like totally. This has been this podcast that you started has been the most cathartic. I think brand building for the both of us. Like it's just experience that j has made some of the days easier. Um, so yeah, no, thank you as well for all the help and support over the last three years. Well, you're welcome. I'm pretty sure you wouldn't have gotten the, the promotion without me. So no you know, chance. I, I, it's, I put you all on my back, carry your resume, through the fire, <laughs> put it on your resume. And, uh, you know, I, I'll take all the credit for it. Yep. Yep. I did it all. I did it all. I'll tell Lev that I'll tell Clarky that, um, um, yeah, I got, I'll take all the credit for it. No problem. I can, I can make that happen. That's a good idea. That's a good smart move. <laughs> smart move. Put in your bio. <laughs> Put in my bio. Help Chris Flynn to become vice president of FSM. Um, all right. So on that same thing, you said like cathartic and how this is good and all that stuff. So I got a random LinkedIn message and I posted on, was that, did I post on ours or mine? My LinkedIn, my LinkedIn uh, page so like go check it out I did it like a week or so ago um and like basically thanking us for the advice and tips and professional level conversations must not listen that often if they think it's professional level conversations um but things like that i was like yeah and this totally new listener all this stuff this is not someone like og who's been here for three years people still find this thing um and I really appreciate those notes, right? Like I do. I just, I am thankful for that. So um, I, 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 I took a uh, screenshot and I sent it to you. And it's Alex uh, Little John, um, who I. Great name, uh, like by the way. Great name. Yeah, I agree with that. Little John. Little John. And um, I, oh, so get this. I don't know if Alex knows this, but we're going to talk about this on the podcast. I don't care. Um, Alex, in his little note to me, Said I'm about to interview position that I really want, and I'm going to, uh, and I am going to get it, and not expect the position to fall. I'm going to go get it and expect the, the position not to fall in my lap, right? So don't talk about it, be about it, right? The, the, uh, well, here we go. T-shirt, t-shirt, another t-shirt, right? Um, so I post this thing on my LinkedIn. Little story time with Rob. I post this uh, on LinkedIn. And I say that you know, Alex, I really appreciate this, all this stuff, and this is why we do the podcast. Exactly what I just said, okay? Then I get a text sometime at night. It is from an old colleague of mine who now works at the Pittsburgh Penguins. And he goes, Alex Littlejohn. I said, yeah. So she says, I saw the post. Do you know what job he's talking about? I said, no, I just know that thing. He's like, yeah, we're interviewing him tomorrow. <laughs> like interviewing him this week. 
and to be on my uh, to be on you know my specific team within within the Penguins. And I was like, this world is so small, and how it works, and uh, the brand that your personal brand matter, like all we're all like not that far from knowing each other, and this stuff happens a lot. And I just thought that was funny. I mean, that means he's joining my organization. I hope he gets a job. I have no idea if he gets a job or not. Yeah, well, of course, right? Small, small world. The definition of it. Definition of it. I was talking to my sister. So my sister is at Springfield, right? Springfield College. Yep. Um, they have this big event. They've had it since I was there. It's called the Hoopal Classic. And it's basically like the top high school teams from around the country playing a tournament at the birthplace of basketball, uh, Springfield College. Yes. Like LeBron's kids, like Sierra Canyon, right? Like, Yep. Uh, they played there last year. They played there this year. Tatum's team was there last year. Um and she's my sister, sports journalism major, you know, working the whole thing, doing the doing her doing a great thing. Uh, the guy calling the games, I just noticed this today. The guy calling the games on ESPN. I knew from Omaha when he was the local was the weekend sports broadcaster in Omaha, Nebraska. His name's Matt Schick. And he got to be like a radio bro, uh, radio personality. He had a huge radio show there. And then went on to ESPN maybe 10 years ago or so. And I was like, I, t- I told say Carly, you know who that person was? Like, I know him from back when I was in Omaha when he was the weekend sports anchor. And now he's calling ESPN games uh, at Springfield. And she was like, how does that even, like, it like blew her mind that that could happen. It's, it's literally every day, like, right, if you just, put two and two together with this industry. It's just so small. I know that's the cliche thing and we say that all the time, but like <laughs> you just really, there's so many, the, the, the Kevin Bacon game, the six degrees of separation is you get down to like three degrees of separation. I mean, you go on LinkedIn and you click on someone's profile who may or may not have worked. You're guaranteed to be connected with like 600 mutual connections. Yeah. There, there's, there's a lot. There's, and if they're not, it's like, they're all second, right? No, that's what I'm saying. Like they're, they're, there's a way that you're connected to somebody if they're working in this industry. Totally. Especially as long as we've been in this, as old as we are. <laughs> I'm still, I, I, well, you're, you are a young pup. You are a young pup. Only 40. I am. Only 40. Only 40. I, I turned the big four one a month or so ago. So um, I'll make it through. But uh, yeah, I just wanted to give a shout out to Alex. Those things, he's like, he responded back to me. He's like, I didn't even think you would respond. And I was like, I oh, know I'm gonna to respond to that stuff all the time. It's like that. Uh, that made my day. Those notes are keep, keep this thing going. I prom- it like keeps it going. Like, I don't want to stop. No, but it makes it easier to find the time totally. because you you know it's working and you're helping. Because that's the whole reason we did this. That was literally I've listened to episode one a few times just to remind myself why we do this. And we said if we help one person, then it's a successful. Adventure. Yeah, I I'd venture to guess we're we've over, helped more than one. We're, we're on the um, but the fact that people, like you said, are still finding it, still enjoying it, and, and new reaching people. out. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like, there's new people that are now juniors and seniors in college. Before they were not even in college when we started this. So like, yeah, that's man. that's kind of crazy. So pretty cool. Um, so I do want to talk about one thing that we don't talk about a lot, and I want your opinion. We talk a lot about early. We talk a lot about early career stuff, right? 
getting your, yes. you know, getting going, how it works, all this stuff. So a lot of early career advice, which many times translates into mid career, late career, no matter what, right? Like, yep, yep. Knowing people helps you get your next job, no matter if you are a, you know, first person in or you're trying to become the president of an organization, right? I had a conversation with a good friend of mine, and he was, it was a minor league guy, got a start in minor leagues, uh, got got a start in minor league sports, and wants to get into, um, we'll call it the big leagues, right? Like baseball, NBA, NFL, whatever it is, but started in sales, ticket sales, got into, uh, starting to get into corporate partnerships, and he asked me a question, right? He's kind of figuring out how to do this, and he's just kind of getting his feet wet. And he asked me a question, and I gave an answer to this question um, that I wanted your opinion on. Sure. He's like, I just got somewhere, right, say a year or so, if that. Um, But somebody was asking me, you know, at this next level, uh, I don't remember if it was an NBA, NFL, something like that, and in the position that they were looking, hey, we'd like to talk to you. It was about a corporate partnership role. About a corporate partnership role at, it was either an NBA team or an NFL team. I forget. And he was hesitant to take the phone call because he was worried about job hopping. Like on the resume, like you see that you moved, you know, within a year and blah, blah, blah. And he was like, he didn't, I don't know if he didn't take or he was hesitant on taking it. My advice to him, and I want to get your opinion here, was like, what the hell are you doing, man? Like, take the conversation. Who knows where that leads? Who knows what you talk about? Just because you have a conversation about what a job could look like, how it's structured, who they are, what they're about, doesn't mean you have to say yes. But, like, if your goal in life is to get to that next level, what's the harm in having an initial coffee? conversation zoom like no that's yeah that, i think that's, that's i think that's, that's the right be, one to do do you agree you, yeah because even so you should be using it as a networking opportunity with said recruiter or said team and like long as you're if you're transparent throughout the process specifically the early on calls look i'm not looking to leave i'm willing to listen to i'm willing to explain to you who i am get to know you also hey i might know somebody that might be right for the role too if it's not for me You've set the table and there's no expectations. The other thing, to go back to your first point that he's afraid of, the job hopping thing. I think if you're a habitual job hopper and like you, you change jobs every year on the regular over the course of your career, red flag. If you change it, if that happens once, maybe twice, depending on how long you, like you said, mid career, I have no issue with that. Zero issue with that. I don't hold that again. Like. Because first of all, like, who knows? You could be working in an organization. Someone could be in an organization where they're just like, this place is toxic, not for me. I'm in a bad spot. I know I need to get the hell out. Like, there's a different – and some might have a family personal reason they got to leave. Like, there's always a reason you may have to leave earlier than you thought you were going when you first took said role. Um, I mean, you did it, right? I did like, it. That's you, what I was going to say. I told you, you I did, did it. it. I went to Top Golf for eight months. And, like, five months in, there's an opportunity with the Celtics. And I'm like – what am I going to do? Say no because I put some arbitrary timeline that I thought I was going to be at Top Golf. I thought I'd be at Top Golf maybe two or three years and kind of figure out my way after that. But that was like five months, right? Like yeah, no, it's it, th- th- that happened. Like you, you can't. 
and everybody that you probably work with at said organization you're currently at has done the same thing. They've left for a better opportunity to get to where they are today. Like, so anyone that holds that against you for trying to better yourself or move on up, is not an organization you want to work for quite, or a person you want to work for quite frankly. Like, I think that's ridiculous. Like, Hey, you just got here. You're putting me in a bad spot. Like that's being selfish. Like, I'll figure it out if you need to leave because you just got offered a VP job or a senior director job or a better closer to home. Like, yeah, great. Like, it's not ideal, but it happens. That's just part of the whole gig in life. But to not take the call to is at bad. least is bad. Is, yeah, I would just yeah, it, and I, I think again, it's it, the transparency up front is 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 key here. It's very key. Don't lead people on. Don't if you're really not interested in the role. Then, like, you can say that and also pivot to, like, this just, like, network. But if you get on the call and then you can keep playing the recruiter and not – or and you really are never going to take that job, people will eventually stop Let's calling you. Yeah, they stop calling you. Yeah. The – I I just think that's, like, goes back to my – maybe this is a, a life, uh, life, you know, I don't know, mantra that I have. Like, what's the worst that can happen? Right? Like – you take the call and you say like, Oh, that is not for me. All right. You wasted like, I don't know, a half hour. Like, and who knows, but if it goes like really well, if your goal is to, that helps you like in the next job, right? Like that's a good thing, right? Well, I like think that's the caveat, a best case scenario. I think you only take the call is if it's a job you ever would. Yeah. Leave for want, right? right. Like, like if it's a if it's a step down or it's not even a role you'd ever consider leaving for, then yeah, just say no, no, thank you. But if if it's a job that piqued your interest because they reached out to you and you're like, ooh, but the reason you won't take the call is because of time with the other organization, that's a bad reason. I agree, totally agree. It doesn't. You have more to lose. You have more to gain than you have to lose. Of course, especially if it's a job that makes you like get that feeling that's like ooh. Yeah, right. Ooh. If it's like the eh. Celtics call the Celt I I was like, ooh, yeah, like that. Yeah, but if the Celtics reached out to you about a ticket sales role, you would have been like, nah, eh, okay. maybe I'll listen, but I really then now. No, the answer would have been I'm good. I'm thank I, I appreciate that, but I'm good. Yeah, right. So like that's my point. If it's a job that you like could could ever see yourself taking, you you would hundred percent explore it. Worst can happen as you said, you go a half hour, you meet a new recruiter, you guys decide to part ways for the time being but it might lead to an offer <laughs> of which then you have a decision to make if that's something you really actually would do but yeah don't waste your own time if you're like someone reaches out like i i'll get the linkedin thing or an email from people and like hey i just thinking of you for this i'm like no no chance like just yeah right i'm good thanks i'm not i'm not going so yeah i i i love your point of what's the worst that can happen but you actually have to be interested in the role they reached out to you for. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Like, don't. There's a. There's. Yeah. I I say take the take the call, right? Like, unless it's something that is wildly not interested. If it, and the caveat being, if it helps you get to the next, if you think it'll help you get to the next step, and you're interested in it, take the call. And by the way, your boss is taking calls. Everyone's taking calls except for the owner because they own the team. Yeah, like, right. People get reached out to especially as you move up around job op options all the time. So there's 
there's a difference between flooding the market with your resume actively searching versus taking a call from somebody who reached out to talk to you. Yeah, totally different. Totally different. Totally different. My advice to him, take the call. Yeah. If, he, if it's, again, like you if said. It was it, definitely something that he was interested in, right? Then it you take the call. Yeah. It was not borderline. It was um, smack him around. Take the call. Yeah. One, yeah and and if, if it's a step up and a better opportunity, then you can't say or even I can't. perceived. You can make that judgment if it is or is not. But you don't know unless you do it. No, like, I'm saying, say you go down the road and um, this is like playing it out. You take the call. You like the opportunity. It's a great offer. It's a step up in your career. The reason you stay can't be because you just took another job. Same. I yeah. 1, but, except again, if you do this regularly, that's the red flag. Right. Right. If I, yeah. Right. If you have if you have fifteen job experiences in fifteen years, then yeah, problem. Right. Yeah, fifteen job experiences. In 17 but like years your resume years. has longevity for the for almost every role you've had with organizations, and then one short term thing that that does not scream to me. Uh oh, red flag. And it's yeah, and it's an in, instant, uh, easy thing to explain. It's like yeah, of course, of course, called, you just answer the phone. But yeah, if you've changed jobs six times in seven years. It's probably not the right. Yeah, probably. Uh, there's probably not a good cadence. Not a good cadence, and probably you might want to do some uh, internal uh, reviews. <laughs> yeah, because you're. I, I wouldn't even. I, I probably wouldn't hire that person. No, that'd be a tough one to say yes to. Like, how would you be able to be? Like, I don't even know how in an interview you could convince me. Like, oh no, no, now now we're I, good. <laughs> I would have left. to have somebody who I knew and knew really well. Like no, we're we're in a good spot. But like, is it if you've if you've changed jobs that often, is it a you thing or is it an organization thing? I think at that point it's a you thing. It's a you thing. So is like, it, why do I want? Yeah, I wouldn't want that person. I wouldn't want them either. But I'm saying like the only way that I would get myself to yes, I believe, would be like if that person was closely connected to you, right? And be like, yeah, there's a few things that he screwed up on. But now this is the role, the, the you know reason that I think he'll be great, and it came from you. Then I would probably give the person a chance. Yeah. But if I didn't know the person out of the blue and I saw six jobs in five years or whatever, you'd be like, "No, it's just not going to happen." I you guess understand the, the I, difference. I guess yeah, <laughs> for sure. Like you have someone that's vouching for them. I guess if it's all to move up in those six years, but even still. No, how how many steps are there? You don't. There's not even six steps. <laughs> yeah, I guess he's president CEO now. We're yeah, hiring. he's president CEO, he's but he's 20. looking for the he's looking for the next one. She's um, 28. She's 28. Hire her. She's CEO. Uh, no, I wonder if like, that's a, wonder if that's a, a exclusive to uh, sports, right? Like, does it happen a lot in tech? No, for sure. Sales like, yeah. like those sales people jump around like constantly. crazy, right? Constantly, 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 constantly. It's yeah. I don't know. It. I, I would. This. It's kind of counterintuitive, right? So I would. Not counterintuitive. I'm a big believer in, especially even early in your career, if you take a role, and within that year you realize that career path or that organization is not for you, don't waste another two years sticking around because again the resume hopper thing. But. Try and get on the right path so you don't have two or three more of those in the next three or four years. Yeah, exactly. So you can stick it out a little bit. I'll give you two strikes. Hey, you're a baseball guy. You can't have yep. three strikes. 
three strikes in three years. That's yeah. that's like a, a lot. That sounds like a you problem. That sounds like a you problem, and I'm gonna have a tough time wrapping my head around like, okay, if I hire you, like, oh, now this is want, the rule. I do not want this to be a me problem. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, can we play LinkedIn Roulette again? Oh, well, I mean, I can't on my LinkedIn right now because it's, it's it, that, I have a lot of those auto. You know when it gives you the ability oh, like gives you the things like congrats, <laughs> congrats Chris. on the promotion, congrats, like, Chris. It's like you don't yeah. give a damn. You've just hit the button. You hit the um, button. I do appreciate the people who took the time to customize those, but my messages would, yeah, they would I, not be worthwhile. There's but yours, one, I know you have one. You sent me a, the screenshot. I have it. a terrible one and a really good one. Which one do you want first? I'm supposed to, no, you can't tell me. Oh, right, right, right. It's LinkedIn Roulette. That's right. That is LinkedIn Roulette. All right, I'm gonna start with. I always start with the. the I'm gonna. I'm just gonna tell you which one it is. You're gonna tell by the subject. The subject. You ready for the subject? I yeah. Any type of internship. Greetings. I would be blessed with an opportunity to work with the Celtics, like uh, other. That's I. I read that right. I would be blessed. Blessed with an opportunity to work. With the Celtics, like a, a, a other. Not sure that's a sentence. I don't think you're going to give me the option to say if this is good or bad. <laughs> There's a period. I hope this message... <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> you can't even get through this message. I hope this message will get you personally, as I am a dedicated student in operations and analytics and marketing. Okay. <laughs> willing period there's a period after marketing willing to do whatever it takes to work with the Celtics organization exclamation point I hope to hear back I am from I don't even want to say the town nope can't uh, nope nope willing to commute whenever exclamation point um your thoughts ideal just ideal perfect wouldn't change a thing <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, no, this is a positive night positive podcast i don't want to be being here but <laughs> all right no no let's let's tear i'm gonna flip it i'm gonna flip it i'm gonna flip it i'm not gonna be negative that's the worst thing i've ever read with my eyes <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no 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 so well, there was another really bad one last time we played LinkedIn Roulette. By the way, can we get some theme music? How do we get theme music for LinkedIn Roulette? Uh, I'm sure there's somebody ah, out come there. Up with some theme music. No, there's someone listening right now who can probably do That'd that be better great. than we could. So send Rob theme an MP3. Yeah, Crane at Celtics.com. Reach out to Rob. Yeah, reach out to Rob Crane and send him some theme music that you can come up with for LinkedIn Roulette. LinkedIn Roulette. Right. Yes. Uh, it's awful. It didn't get a response. Sorry. No. All right. Taking so, aside, so taking on. aside the meat and potatoes. Can I make? A, can I? Can I say something on this thing? Yeah. Well, you've already done. It's the worst thing your eyes have ever read. So like, what <laughs> worst thing I have to say. Eyes, eyes have ever read. But I kind of understand where they're coming from, right? <clears throat> There's a there, the the body of this is saying, though terribly, it says. I want to, I enthusiastically want to work 
in the, with the Celtics and in sports and blah, blah, blah. I can feel the enthusiasm. I'm willing to do whatever. I don't care if it is the most artfully crafted email in the history of emails, right? I just read Ben Franklin's autobiography. I don't care if Ben Franklin wrote the damn thing. And it was perfectly crafted. The overarching thing of I will do anything rings hollow to nearly every sports executive that exists. Do you agree or do you disagree? It's the number. It's the other thing I wrote the article about. Yeah. Not a chef. Like, I just want to work in sports. I'm willing to do anything. No, you're not. First of all, no, you're not. (laughs) So you're not willing to do anything because... If I was like, you know what? Yeah, now you're you're going to be okay. So they were analytics, marketing, and operations. So now your job for the next twenty five years is going to be in public relations. You have no idea. You have no interest in public relations. Are you? Do you want the job? Yes. Okay. You will quit in six months because you'd have no interest in public. So you're not willing to do anything. So take those words out of your mouth. The worst thing about the whole message, besides the that is this is just a tip for everyone out there reaching out like you got to reread it reread the email reread the linkedin message like the grammar in that thing was atrocious it was really bad and if if you can't write a succinct linkedin message that has like look will a period maybe be missing like Uh, fine but to have the whole thing be messed up is that's not acceptable and i'm not i i can't go too harsh here because who I'm knows not the grammar I, police i get it but like but that's that's if it's not if it's not coherent that's right. a problem i almost had trouble reading it you you couldn't read it you, you couldn't you didn't get through it uh to work with the celtics like a other i don't I, even know what that means i don't know what that means either is that <laughs> is it is like i don't know am i missing some like gen z term that i'm like too old to understand oh like uh chuggy that's not a word, right? Like, no, I have no I idea learned, what you're talking about. I, I learned what chuggy is recently in my eye. I know it. Like, no oh, one's ever so said that to me. It's so chuggy. Chuggy? Chuggy. God, I sound a thousand. <laughs> no. No, believe me, I did not I did not know. Ch- chuggy? I, I'm making sure I got this right. Hold on. I'm pretty sure I, I do. I not, God, I hope it's not even close to that. No, like Marin and all, and Erica and, and Kells, they're all talking. Chuggy? chuggy. Chuggy. No, I don't know what Chuggy is. It's American, American neologism coined in 2013 as a pejorative description of lifestyle trends associated with the early 2010 and millennials. What are we talking about? This aesthetic had been described as the opposite of trendy or trying too hard. Be like, if you were still trying to do something that's out of style, I'd be like, oh, that's Chuggy. Like you're, like if you're, it's hair, it's it's clothing. Like they, that, I did not know this term. I've never used this term in my life, but I now. <laughs> Why does it but have I, such a formal definition? I was not expecting I, such a such a formal definition from I mean, Webster's coming out here on Chuggy. Chuggy, basic as... How do you spell it? C-H-U-G-G-Y? C-H-E-U-G-Y. It's on a Wikipedia page. Ah, the old Chuggy Wikipedia page. It's got an Urban Dictionary, too. Yeah, I'm sure it does. Mom jeans. Things described as Chuggy include mom jeans, live, laugh, love signs... Minion oh. memes and anything says girl boss on it. While it has been ca- compared to being basic, some sources have suggested that it is not quite basic. Well, uh, this is 
The origin. I'm gonna find right. the origin. I I am I'm gonna tell I am out of my comfort zone. So I'll try, <laughs> I I had nothing to offer to this conversation. I just then learned about it while standing haphazardly near this other conversation. It was in a TikTok video. I don't have which I don't have, I don't have TikTok yet. So it started in 2013. Yeah, does that mean does that mean that you are uh willing to get No, TikTok? you know it would be like you know it would be like Chuggy then? Snapchat. Yeah, I'm not going to use I understand where you're going with this. I never had Snapchat either. Did you have Snapchat? No, but that but that would be like if you and I or maybe even Facebook at this point. That'd be like if you and I were like, "Oh, I just downloaded Snapchat." And they'd be like, "That's so chuggy." Yeah, what do you <laughs> why do you have Snap? Why do you have Snapchat? It's so out of style. Like it's that's that's yeah, we're right. now on TikTok. Um, yeah, the pinnacle of chuggy. It's in Vox TikTok 2020s use. So anyway, not a word I have ever used in a daily interaction with any other human being. Uh, but I did recently learn. What? How did I bring that up? What, what made you? you what did you say that made me say that? I wish we could go back in time and read that. I have no idea. Like I, I lost, I got lost in the sauce a little bit about what Chucky actually meant <laughs> and how that was contained. How sauce. that? <laughs> I don't uh, know what is going on. <laughs> lost in the sauce. <laughs> I mean, yeah. just the t-shirts I'm just crying. print themselves. I'm crying. I'm crying. Oh. You will you you will use Chuggy you will use Chuggy now in a conversation and I'm not gonna use Chuggy. I'm not gonna use Chuggy. So let me ask you something. Ask, we, <laughs> ask away. If someone of Sorry, our I age crying, crying. was to use the word, oh, I wouldn't be friends with them. No, but no, would that be Chuggy? That you can't be like it's kind of like putting vortexes against each other. Is it right? Chuggy to be? It, would it be Chuggy, chuggy to be Chuggy? chuggy? You'd be douchey, right? Like, <laughs> it's a better Y word, yes. No, you can't. Like, no. Like, if someone my, our age came up to me and was like, that's so chuggy. I'd be like, what, the, what, what are you talking about? So right that's now? them being chuggy. They're trying too hard. That's that. There you go. Perfect example. We can't use that word. We're not allowed to use that word. That's not <laughs> our word. So. Um, yeah. I will get confirmation of this tomorrow in the office if I'm using it the right way. I think I am. I hope you're not, just for story standpoint. But I did uh, learn. I learned it. I learned a new word. I don't know why I. I, I don't know, know what you thing. said. What the hell did you say that made me think? Of? <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea. When I listen back to this, I will then. Then we'll be like, oh, that oh, was yeah, that was chuggy. That was so chuggy of you. Chuggy is trying. No, there was something about trends and younger people. Yeah, probably. I was wondering if it's like, oh, because uh, a other, a other. I was wondering if that, oh, like, is that yeah. like some kind of Gen Z no. term. And no. then this is how we got the chuggy. No, chuggy is the Gen Z term. Got it. It's probably not a other. It's probably just literally a typo. I I, I would declare myself as chuggy just based on I have no idea what the hell's going on in the room. I don't know what's going on either. Um, but don't send the message that I got. But do send this one. Can I read you All right, one? Next, next. Oh, you're not supposed to tell me if it's good or not. Oh, that's right. This I, play, roulette, I, this... play, I play LinkedIn roulette terribly, <laughs> but terrible. I just find them entertaining. Hi, my name is blah, 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 and I was recently selected to participate in the NBA Future Star Future Sales Stars program. I reviewed your background and was astonished. I don't know if you'd be astonished. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can't believe you made it this far. <laughs> 
an idiot like you has made it all the way. I'm astonished. This is astonishing. You're a moron, but you have you made worked it all the way. And now you you work here? Like what? Did they look I, at your resume? I'm a, this is astonishing. I have listened to this podcast and you are a stupid idiot. <laughs> but hey, I'm astonishing. <laughs> what a wrong use of the term. Oh uh, well, anyway. Trying to use a big word. Trying to use a big word backfired there. That is not the right word. By the way, I have the thesaurus.com as a as a marked favorite in my uh, on on my thing just on my Google Chrome, so I always know what's going on. But anyway, I wanted to reach out to learn about more about your career journey and necessary skills that you have developed to be successful in the sports industry. Do you have fifteen minutes for a call next week? I mean, other than the fact that they think you don't belong in your current role. <laughs> this time. I didn't think about that till now. Yeah, that's. Oh, I am currently bewildered how you have your job, <laughs> but I would still like to hear how your dumbass how got the feel, job. How does it feel to be the dumbest person at the Celtics? <laughs> feels great, actually. Uh, you know, feel like oh, I've really climbed it, the mountain. Uh, fake it till just, you make it. Just I mean, how do you think I got a VP title? I just bewildered everyone. <laughs> and just astonished. It's really on a phrase that I like to say: effort and attitude. <laughs> just got good effort and positive <laughs> attitude. I, I like. I, I make T-shirts for a living, <laughs> and they hired oh, me. Goodness. Oh, oh, what a what a word! What a wrong use of the terminology. But um, yeah, sure. <laughs> Give them a call. Yeah, that's fine. Oh yeah, uh, the guy's definitely getting a call. I'll be astonished that you called him. (laughs) You had to use a phone, you old man? This Zoom thing. Do you know how to send the link? I'm astonished you even know how to do this. How old are you, you technology bastard? Uh, Uh, Speaking of of technology, I I can't remember if we talked about this two weeks ago or or yet. Have you used chat GPT? No, but I I added them maybe a few months ago about uh to as a potential uh i don't yeah they're getting bought by microsoft for like and they're and they're gonna put 10 billion dollars into it for like 10 percent of the company yeah right it's crazy but all the kids are cheating now all the college have you used it have you used it Uh it's freaky is it it's so freaky i've asked it to write like cold emails it's wild i'm gonna go on it tomorrow it's wild like and then you can keep telling it to like tweak and change it and add this, mention this. Like it is, it doesn't, you can't, you can't ask it to talk about anyone specific. Like it can't like look up someone's LinkedIn and like be able yeah, to yeah, use yeah. that. But from a, like I told it to write a it, bedtime story to Zach and Emma, include like dragons and golf and hockey and then their friends and then, then they their, like their cousins. Like, and it's just like, I read them the story and they're like, oh, that was a pretty good story. But like the emails I've had it spit out, I was like, "This is gonna replace us." This is soon. gonna replace us. <laughs> it's oh, yeah, it's crazy. Gonna... It's really crazy. It's like free? what you can do with it. It's free, for now. For now, we'll put it behind a paywall soon. But it's it's kind of wild. Like it's a little scary. Like I, I I'm I doing feel it like tomorrow. We're like uh, we're teaching it shit that's gonna take our jobs. <laughs> I'm doing it tomorrow. So I'm sure the kids out there listen. For, it's ChatGPT, not Chuggy. Not chuggy. Still on point. Still hip. Very hip. Very, very, very hip. But um, you should try it. No, everyone out there listening should go sign up. It's free, and just mess around with it. And yeah, don't use it to cheat on your turn paper. Ourself, 
Like, yeah, I've been doing that for the last nine months, and that's how I've gotten a B plus. Yeah, no, I, I they're having an issue in universities. Um, I saw. I read that. I read that. And I think uh, don't cheat. The, Cheating's bad. Yeah, no, no. Don't use don't use it to cheat and get to do term papers or anything like that. But at the end of the day, like, definitely mess around with it because it clearly is AI is for sure coming. Um, but yeah, it's. It's a really wild experience with the things you can do on there and then what it spits out. Like I'm trying, you 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 start talking now. <laughs> I'm gonna try and log <laughs> you, in. You do this podcast thing. You put your <laughs> mouth back and forth and yep yep yep. Um, but I uh, I, I the chat uh, GPT or was it chat chat? What is it called? Chat GPT GPT. Uh, I'm doing that. I'm signing up for it tomorrow. It's really cool. It's um. Oh, um, I but while I kill time here, while you look this up, yep, yep. So, one of the things I think I uh, this will maybe forever ago on this podcast. One of the cool things that I think I've done in my life, I've got the big blueprints of the you know three ballparks that I've um, uh, been part of building. Right, so like there was I had two of them framed, so I had like big. They're like probably four feet wide. You've seen them in the in the basement. Yeah, before? yeah. Um, there was the uh, Warner Park in Omaha, PNC Field in Scranton, all nice and framed and everything. So my wife for Christmas got the Polar Park one. I think so, you told us this last podcast. Did I? <laughs> I think so. Because you said you weren't done. It's like, oh, I got my last one. But you're like, oh, maybe I'm not done. Maybe I'll do another ballpark. I think I did. <laughs> I listened. I rem- The fact that I remember that is pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. What I am not good at, remembering stuff like that. So I, I don't but remember I much it. in life. I hung it. Maybe I hung it. I hung it. That's a big, thir- bigger that's thing. A, yo, that's a good. What's going to get me in trouble when Rachel listens to this eventually is the fact that I did remember that. And she'll be like, you remembered that? Oh, the, no, uh, yeah. Um, okay, there it is. If I was getting married, I would put my, like, chat GPT, write my wedding vows. No, so that's crazy. Like, so, okay. I'm I'm in. Um, all right. So what do you want me to ask? Let me ask it. What do you want me to ask it to do? Um, write a bedtime story for Maddie and Nolan. I forget that I have two of them sometimes. (laughs) 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 Um, anything that you wanted to include? Uh, I would like for it to include what the um uh, a magic treehouse. Golf and a watermelon. Okay. I'm just picking three things. It's writing it right now. It's literally writing it. When it says when you're when you say literally writing it, is it like the words coming up? The, yeah, they, it types it out, and then like it's gonna write the story, and then I could tell it to change or add, and like as you can keep tweaking it to get it to where you want it to be. It's it's literally AI, so it's generating right now. So I can start reading it to you. Ready? Yeah. Once, once upon a time in a magical forest filled with towering trees, there was a special treehouse. This treehouse was not like any other treehouse you've ever seen before. It had the power to transport the children who entered it to different places and different times. Maddie and Nolan were two curious children who loved exploring. One day they heard about the tr- magic treehouse and decided to go on an adventure. They climbed up the tree and entered the treehouse. Once inside, they found a book that had the power to take them to different places. They flipped through the pages and found a picture of a beautiful golf course. They said, take us there. In the blink of an eye, they were standing on a lush green golf course. Maddie and Nolan had never played golf before, but they were determined to learn. 
They found a kind golfer and who taught them the basics. They practiced the hitting the ball and soon were around playing a round of golf. They had so much fun they didn't even notice the time passing by. After the round, the golfer offered them a slice of watermelon as a treat. <laughs> Perfect. Maddie, Maddie and Nolan were delighted, and they'd never seen watermelon before. They ah. served the sweet, juicy fruit, and it was the best thing they had ever tasted. There's more, but yeah. That's insanity. Yeah, and I could tell it to go shorter, go longer, add dragons, add – like you, it, it'll just keep going. Holy sh- Holy shit. Yep. It's it's crazy. Um, it's really crazy. Yeah. Wild. It's wild. Wild. I'm I'm make it I'll make it uh, I'll, I'll, I'm gonna make it do this one. Um, for Tell me Truman. the fairy tale story of Chris Valente becoming vice president <laughs> of Fenway Sports. Oh, that's real life. <clears throat> no. So all right. So I just said write a cold email to TripAdvisor and why they should sponsor the Celtics. So I have done that. I got a response, and they oh, said no. <laughs> oh, you got a response that's better than I've gotten because, good Lord. <coughs> um, so this email, we're not going to just – I'll read the snippets of it that would make – be like, okay. It, this is in the middle. As you may know, the Boston Celtics are one of the most iconic and successful basketball teams in the world with a loyal fan base of millions. We believe that a partnership with TripAdvisor would be a perfect match as our fans are constantly looking for ways to enhance their game day experience, whether it be finding the best places to eat and drink or hotels to stay in. TripAdvisor would be the ideal platform to help them with that. A TripAdvisor is the world's largest travel platform and would be the, the perfect partner to help our fans plan their game day and provide them with the best travel accommodations. We believe this did par- this in three seconds. Yeah. We would happy to discuss the partnership further and work out a mutually beneficial agreement. Would you be? We would be excited to have TripAdvisor as a partner of the Boston Celtics and believe that, a part, that this would be a win-win for both our organizations. Please let I'm, us know if this is something you'd be interested in exploring further and we can schedule a call or meeting to discuss. Thank you for your time and consideration. Best I'm, regards. Your name and title, Boston Celtics. How many LinkedIn of those am I going to get now? But, like, that's crazy, right? It's crazy. Not our jobs so. are Our jobs are going away. Yeah, not yet. Coming. Maybe. So you're vice president. You can stop all that stuff. No, I don't. I don't think I have the power to. St- I would stop AI if I could, but I don't think I have that power. Yeah. Well, um, that was fun. Is there it anything else you want to talk about? No, you, you, we. Oh, oh, I have one thing. Oh, okay. As long as the world does not explode. Oh. We're gonna have a guest. Oh, that's right. <laughs> we're, we're gonna have a guest. Uh, one of my colleagues from the Celtics. Uh, I will leave it as a secret, in just in case the world does explode. Uh, but ho- I hope that it is uh, recorded and then out for next week. Look at us. We'll be banging out these things like, uh, you know, Alex Littlejohn, light a fire under our asses, and then we've got some stuff going on. I, <clears throat> I just like that name. I feel like that's going to be someone who's successful because of their name. It's a good one. It's a good name. It's a good name. Great name. Little John. Little John. By the way, uh, John Daly's kid, he calls him Little John. I mean, he's not. there's nothing little about that kid. No, he's a big kid. Can play golf, too. Isn't that the name of the little... Isn't Little John in uh, Robin Hood? I don't know. I know you don't know. For, I forgot. I forgot for a second who I was talking to. Yeah. I'm astonished we have a podcast <laughs> That's lasted astonished. three years. I'm astonished. Uh, I didn't laugh about that till, uh till now. Um Lost also, in the sauce, baby. Did I um did we talk about the last time about golf? My golf thing? We did, but you 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 had the big event coming up with I had the big event l- and I lost. I yeah, lost. You did. Though I played out of my brains, Chris. Two under, baby. No, that was this week. 
Last oh. week I shot even. Oh, yeah, and, that's right. right. Uh, I'm not that good of a golfer, right? Like, I'm an 11 handicap. And that's I good. shot uh, that's even. Good. That's good. That's sh- it's not good. It's not. I shot. You're not. Even. You're not scratch, but you're a good golfer. But it was, it was. Um, there was four guys, and we were all competing. And like when I say we were competing, we were having beers, laughing, having a good time, you know. But like when it was our turn, and that person had a good shot, it was like, all right, time to go. And like then you'd hit a good shot, and then you'd hit a good shot, and we get a good shot. And like we were all within a stroke or two. By the end of this, we had a surrounding of people. Watching us, uh, because we were like the top four people um, vying to win this whole thing, and uh, it was incredible, incredible. It's everything. This thing that I have joined is everything I like in life. Right? It's playing golf. It's hanging out with. Uh, it's hanging out with people. It's drinking a few beers and is competitive, and like. All of those things in one thing for two hours a week is just the freaking best. The best. The best. The best. And you told me what it costs. It's, it's a great investment. Great investment. I'm gl- I'm very happy for you that you found something that makes you that happy. Oh, it's awesome. It's so much fun. I'm anxious to get out. and We started a uh, second session, another 10 weeks, um, and I'm ready to go. <clears throat> You're just... You're yeah. Uh, you're not. You can't be better at golf and be a Larry Tanker champion, mind you. Oh, that's right. We, we, I am a champion. I st- you are. You are. You've won the important trophy and jacket. That's all I that have, matters. I have won the important, <laughs> and then and then I uh, couldn't defend the title. <laughs> <laughs> and long story. Long long story short, I couldn't defend. The title. I'll make sure someone can't make it this year. Yeah, right. I want gonna... the jacket back. <laughs> all right. Good I think work. that's it, uh, El Vice Presidente. I think that term is now chuggy. I'm trying to. <laughs> All right. Uh, congratulations again. And, Thank you, uh, sir. Uh, Thank you, everyone else out there who sent those notes. Appreciate it. All right. Uh, I'll see you. Later. <laughs>